friend. Welcome to the Peace and Calm Mom podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, a mama on a wild ride to own my intuition, inspire others, and lead a life I can be proud of. Here, I'll share stories that inspire you to keep pushing and chat with guests who aren't afraid to share their truths. I'm here to walk alongside you on the adventure of self-discovery to unlock who you truly are. Let's inhale courage, exhale fear, and dive in. So with today's episode, I wanted to talk about what if. It's a concept that has been showing up more and more, and I think it's, I'm just really interested in it. So I asked a question um, and uh, on my Instagram story, and I said, um, what is something on your heart right now? And I had a friend who said the fear of what if. And my response to her is kind of what inspired this episode and what inspired me to kind of really think about this concept of what if. And I thought it would be kind of a cool way to tell my story and some of my background because a lot of my life is kind of what if. So I was, I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, So when I was growing up, my family and I spent every summer for two weeks up at a lake in New Hampshire. I'm originally from Connecticut, born and raised. Um, And when we were on vacation, my junior year of high school, my mom was like, oh, what if we go check out Plymouth? I didn't know where I wanted to go to school, but I wanted to go to school in the mountains. Like, that's all I knew because when I was up at the lake, the mountains were always like that place of calming for me. And I knew I wanted to go to school with a beautiful view and not overly expensive and with um, mountains. So I had looked at um, SUNY New Paltz and the campus just wasn't really nice. It was a beautiful place, but it just wasn't a really nice campus, in my opinion. Um, They were undergoing construction and stuff. It just wasn't my vibe. So my mom said to me, well, why don't we go look at Plymouth? And I was like, okay, what's Plymouth? I had never really heard of it, even though I've been on vacation every year. My mom has been going since she was two. So she's been going for a very long time, over 50 years. I'm not going to tell you how old she is. So I'll leave that to the uh, imagination. But so I, I was like, I've never heard of Plymouth. Like, sure, let's go check it out. And I checked it out and I fell in love. And I think about this often of what if I had never said yes? What if I had never wanted to go on that tour? I was not dressed for a tour, but I had the most amazing kind of interview with one of the admissions officers. And I just, I fell in love with the campus and the vibe. And I am so thankful that that is where I did my undergrad, even though I don't want to do accounting. And I wish that maybe I had done something differently. I I wouldn't have treated that experience or those friendships or those connections I made there for the world. I mean, that was a place I really, truly found myself. But I think about this of what if I never went to check out Plymouth? What if my mom had never said anything? I never would have been, I never would have gone there. I never would have the friends I have today. And I think about that all the time. And I'm so thankful and blessed that my mom did say, hey, let's go check it out. And she didn't even think that I liked it. <laughs> and I was like, no, I loved it. Let's go back. Then, you know, fast forward and I moved home and I worked for a year at home. I waitressed. 
And I knew that I wanted to go back up north and I didn't want to live at home forever. And so I took a chance and applied at only jobs in New Hampshire and Maine. And at the time I was working in higher education, so I was working for a college and I loved it, but I didn't feel like I had a good mentor necessarily. And it was nothing against her. She was just very quiet and kind of used to doing her own thing, wasn't used to having help. And it made it so that I understood that I really was looking for a mentor in a um, boss. And that was really one of the things that drove me to look elsewhere. And when I found UNE and my, um, she became more of a friend than even a boss or a supervisor. And she was a, uh, you know, she took me under her wing. And if I had never taken that plunge of applying for those jobs and I moved to Maine without knowing anyone, I just knew the area because we had grown up again going to, so we went every year for two weeks to New Hampshire on vacation because that's where my mom had gone since she was a kid. And then my mom wanted to have one vacation or one time where she could go to Maine, where she loved Maine. She also grew up going there as a kid um, because a lot of her family was from that area. And so she wanted to have one girl's trip, we called it, where she could decide what to do. Every day, she she got to dictate what to do. And it was so fun. So every April break, when we were older, we would go to Maine for um, April vacation. And it was just a great time. So I was familiar with the Maine area, but I had never really lived there or visited longer than a weekend or a week. And I was like, well, I love that area. Why not? Why not live there? So I moved without knowing anyone three hours away from my family for a job that I loved. Um, unfortunately, it didn't pay me enough to survive on my own. But what if I had never done that? What if I had never moved to Maine all by myself at 21 years old and had that experience of living on my own and understanding what I wanted in a, you know, in a work life and in a relationship and in a boss and in a supervisor, that was to me almost my road to really understanding who I am and understanding what kinds of things I want for my life and what kinds of things I value and really stepping out on my own. What if I had never done that? I would never have met my husband. Like, I think about this all the time. What if you never took that chance? What if it's, it it can be debilitating the what ifs of, you know, what if I did this? And what if I didn't go to Maine? What if I did, you know, what if I changed my whole career? What if I, you know, stick in my career forever and I hate it? You know, all these what ifs, they are a form of a limiting belief. You know, they, they, they can limit us, but they also can open up that world and I realized that the, for me, the ocean brings me so much calm and peace and being around the ocean all the time. And it's something both my husband and I value. And I didn't realize that I needed somebody who understood that draw to the ocean and that calming and that 
And that's partly why I moved to Maine and New Hampshire is that, that calming way of life, you know, Connecticut and, and it's nothing against it. It's, you know, nothing against where other people live. But for me, I couldn't live in an environment that was so fast paced when our lives are already so fast paced. That environment and that vibe of gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta do the next thing, gotta get to the next thing. That wasn't me. I couldn't have that in my outside world too. I mean, yeah, that's in every place, but I needed that almost slower pace of life and that more peaceful environment of the ocean, the mountains, the water. And I didn't really have that in Connecticut. So what if I had never moved to Maine? What if I had never realized that I really need those things around me? What if I had never met my husband? I mean, I met him on social, on, you know, a a dating app. What if I had never messaged him? I messaged him. What if I had never done that? I wouldn't have the amazing daughter I have. What if I never took a chance when I was unemployed and applied to work at a marijuana facility? As an accountant, I wouldn't have learned that I am passionate about certain industries and working with people. It taught me that I want to work with people. I like accounting. Sure. I'm good at it. Sure. But that's not everything. For me, I really, I want to just help people. I want to talk to people all day. I'm a people person. I'm a communicator. I'm not somebody who sits in a box and, 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 you know, types in numbers all dang day. I mean, yeah, that's good. And it's great to know. It really is. And kudos to anyone who can do that. But my personality wise, I'm not, I'm not able to. I want to still use that knowledge. And I am so thankful and blessed for the knowledge I gained. What if I had never gone to business school? I wouldn't know all the things I know. You know, what if you had never, what if you had ignored the nagging on your heart for more? What if I had never done this podcast? What if I had never reached out to a friend to say, hey, how did you start your podcast? What if I had never asked somebody, hey, how did you start your business? You know, a lot of our our fear behind the what ifs is the fear of the unknown. And so I'd encourage us to have courage you know, and what if this is exactly where you're supposed to be? What if you're supposed to be in this crossroads of feeling like I want more, but I don't know what that is. And it's scary because I don't know, but I see so much more for myself and I want to break free of the what ifs and that crippling. What if I don't take this chance? What if I don't follow my heart? What if I listen to the limiting beliefs of others? So I encourage you to find that inner truth, that intuition, that knowing, and follow that. It's hard because there's so many outside influences on us. There really are. I mean, we have, you know, you have social beliefs, you have friends, you have families, you have all these different outside factors, and you have to weave through it all to find your own truth. And that is not an easy thing. 
Not at all. And for me, motherhood has really forced me to do that. It's really forced me to uncover who I am and and what I really want for myself and, and what I see for my future. And to have peace in knowing that I'm following my heart. I am being guided and, and, and supported and finding those that are on that same journey with me. And I don't have it all figured out. Not at all. (laughs) I wish I did. Don't we all? Isn't that what we're all striving for? (laughs) But you know, I think as long as we are all supporting each other in our journeys and, and helping each other with mindset or finding things that give you peace or, or giving you that sense of calming, even if it's not somebody else's sense of peace, even if it's not something that fills your cup or that you agree with, but respecting that person to have those beliefs and to say, I honor your beliefs, but those aren't mine. They aren't what fills my cup. And then go find what does. Go chase that dream. Go chase that, that desire, that, that intuition. Go listen to it and let it guide you. I wouldn't have been on this journey if it weren't for the spiritual journey I've been on. And I grew up in a Episcopal household. My dad was born Catholic, raised Irish Catholic. My mom was Irish Protestant. And we went to church. Um, I was baptized. I was confirmed. But I always felt awed about going to church. I can't explain it. And it wasn't that I had an issue with believing in a higher power or believing in something greater than ourselves. It was never that, but it was the terminology and the stories. I think the stories have value and they show, um, you know, a lot of guidance and, and a lot of, um, they teach a lot of lessons and I value that piece of it. But for me, I can't use that. Like for me, my language isn't God. It's the universe. It's the light. It's yes. Maybe someday we do go to and are with God. Sure. And then I'll, I'll say, Hey, I was wrong. But for now, what makes me comfortable is using different language and being okay with that. I was like, well, what if people judge me? What if people don't align with me? What if people don't want to listen to me? What if people don't like that? Well, that, that can be so stressful. <laughs> it can be overwhelming. And I said, well, what if that's my truth? What if that is my truth? And in order for me to have peace and for me to go about my life, I need to use those terms of the universe and the light You know, I always tell Piper, you know, inhale courage, exhale fear. The, you know, love and light in our hearts. We always want love and light in our hearts. And that's what it's all about. Those are the lessons of the Bible. Those are the lessons of everything. I mean, it, it's not that, it's not that. I don't believe in, in God or I don't respect people who want to go to church and who are religious. I, I, I have the utmost respect for you. 
I really do. I just personally have to use the language of love and light in my heart and that the universe will guide me and show me the way and that our loved ones are always with us. They are. I've been shown that more times than I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what if I had never been open to those signs? What if I had never listened to that inner knowing to understand that I personally can hear those messages? I personally can feel that energy. I can understand the messages and the, and the, the desire to understand that it is real. I had my first, uh, psychic reading. Uh, from a medium. And it was very interesting. She pulled tarot cards and some of the story, like some of the things she was saying were so in line with my life. Like, how would this lady know? I mean, all I did was sign up using my name and my email address. And she pulled, it was like, she told me my life. I was like, what? And then, you know, she was wrapping up or, or I think we we're having a discussion about how, um, you know, she had said that I was going to, she saw new beginnings in my future. I'm starting a podcast. I'm starting my own company. All these things are new beginnings and that I've been planting the seeds for quite some time. My car chat series and my stories that I've been doing for a while. No, she said that, um, I would see the fruit of those seeds. And it's interesting that she used the tree as the reference, I mean, yes, it's tarot cards and that's what they use, but that's the logo I design idea I have for my company. And I think that's really just so special that she was able to pick up on that. I mean, it, it, how freaking cool. So then she was, you know, just trying to have a conversation and say, you know, does that make sense to you in your life? And at the time I had the dream, but I had never, I hadn't done anything to actually do anything towards that. And I was like, well, I want to do, at that time, I thought I wanted to, I was so into exploring my abilities that I thought I wanted to be a psychic medium. I thought that's what I wanted to do for work because I was on that path and I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. This is so cool. And I can learn how to do this and really hone in on this gift. And while that's amazing and wonderful, and I've had some great teachers and I continue to have great teachers, I don't think I could see myself doing that all day, every day. And so I am trying to navigate what I can use and how I can help people because I do enjoy sharing the messages that come through and the things that I'm able to pick up on that other people might not be able to pick up on. You know, what if I had never listened to that little voice and understood that, hey, these are real messages? What if I had never took it, taken the plunge to say, hey, I'm going to learn from somebody who has done this and knows how to do this? So in my reading, I had said to her at that time that I wanted to do what she was doing. And so she kind of went into how, how I could tangibly be able to do that. And in that conversation, you know, we were kind of wrapping up that piece of it. And she's like, oh, you know, somebody's here. And um, she said, it's a mother figure, but she's not your mother. And, but she was, you know, she treated you like a child. And I knew exactly who she meant. Um, and she said, she's a very warm person. And she was, and that, um, 
you know, as she was talking, she said some things and I was like, I don't know if that's true. But then I realized, oh, yeah, they are. My sister and I were talking about it after the fact and, and we looked it up and yes, she was a teacher. And yes, you know, there were all these things that she had said, you know, and my thing is, how the hell would this lady know? Like, you don't know who I'm related to because this, I am nowhere tied to this. If you Googled me, I am nowhere tied to this woman. So the fact that she came through was really cool. And what the psychic said was that this woman was, um, you know, raised in a very religious, very traditional um, household. And I agreed with that. But that she was very into the spirit world and the fact that you can communicate and all these things. And she's like, I am here for this. She kept saying it in my reading. She's like, I am here for this. I am all about this. More people need to know this is possible. More people need to know that this is possible, that she is able to communicate. And I, I, I mean, I feel her a lot too. So it's, it's kind of cool to have somebody else validate that. And as the psychic was talking in my reading, she kept saying all these, she, she was feeling all these things and saying all these things. And I'm like, she was verbalizing what I feel and how I pick up an interesting experience. And I will never forget it. But what if my coworker had, what if I had never spoken to a coworker about what I had been going through and the things I were, I was doing outside of work because she's the one that bought me the reading. She purchased it for me as a Christmas gift. What if I had never, what if I had said, oh no, you can't do that for me. I don't want that. What if I had never booked that? I mean, it was amazing. So after I want to wrap up this story because it's really kind of a special story. So after my reading, I'm telling my mother about it because, oh, she had also come through in the reading and said that, you know, she was very close with your mother and really appreciated her, her friendship and and that they were very close. And they were. They were more like sisters. This woman was an only child and had no um, siblings. And her and my mother were, you know, were very close. And our whole families were very close. I mean, I consider her kids, my siblings, practically. I mean, we grew up every year going to the lake together. And so that's why the lake is really, really special for me. But um, so, you know, I'm telling my mother after the fact, after my reading, I'm driving and I'm telling her about how this woman came through and, you know, and she's like, well, how did you know? How did you know it was her? You know, kind of like not not questioning this this psychic, but more just making sure that I was I was validated in knowing. And I told, was telling her some of the things as as my mother says, "Well, how did you know it was her?" Across the road flies a hawk. Now the hawk is what her own family believes is her sign, and that they've seen the hawk at many times around her or, or in speaking about her. And so for me to see the hawk, as I'm telling my mother about my reading, it was, it was mind blowing. And I was like, what if I had never been driving? I wouldn't have seen this hawk, like all these things. What if you are on the right path? What if you are supposed to be here right now, right here, listening to this message? What if, what if the limiting beliefs we are telling ourselves are causing us to have that fear and fear can cause inaction? 
What if we just listened to that inner knowing, to that dream on our heart, listened to that beating, that little fire that's burning, and we did something to make that dream come true. We did something to get closer to that knowing. We did something that aligned with that knowing. That's what can bring us peace and calm. That's what can give us courage. That's what uh, can encourage us to keep going. Because what if it just ended today? What if we never followed our true identity? What if we were never true to ourselves? What if we are in the exact moment we should be? What if that path that's all laid out for us has a detour, has a shortcut? What if we choose a different path? What if we follow our dreams? I, uh, I hope that this brought you some peace. I hope that it was kind of interesting. It was kind of fun. It was not at all where I thought I was going to go with it. Uh, but I'm really happy with the messages that decided to come through and the stories that needed to be told. And I can't wait to share more along this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found a feather of wisdom and insight. It would mean the world to me if you shared the episode on your story and tagged me at Peace and Calm Mom. That's P-E-A-C-E dot A-N-D dot C-A-L-M dot M-O-M. Until next time, remember to inhale courage, exhale fear, be calm.